Utah Jazz defeat the Orlando Magic tonight with a third quarter surge running away from the Magic into a commanding 124-19 win that was really never in doubt. The Magic don't have the firepower to be able to keep up with the Utah Jazz, and that showed throughout despite a close first half. Donovan Mitchell's brilliant second half. Rudy Gobert dominating early. And Jordan Clarkson doing his thing, including putting Michael Carter-Williams on every highlight video everywhere. And an incredible effort on the offensive glass are the story tonight. We'll talk about all those coming up as the Jazz win again tonight, moving to 27-7 and on the season. This is PostCast. Hi, I'm David Locke. This is PostCast. We're live for you on Locked On Live at Twitter, on Facebook, YouTube, as well as Twitch. We're live at David Locke on Facebook, and we are live on Twitter at DLock09. We are live in the 1280 Zone studios with Disney on ice in the background. I never thought the day would come where I was calling an NBA game while listening to somebody sing Disney on ice, but it happened tonight. It happened last night, too, actually. So the Jazz uh, dominate this one. Donovan uh, came off a, a poor first half. He was one of six. Donovan's struggling early in games. His last six first quarters, he's 11 of 44 and four of 19 from three. And then as he feels the game, he gets going uh, and is able to just take over. And his second half was just absolutely dynamite. Uh, and completely dominant in this game. What happened tonight, same thing we've seen a lot of times. They came with a game plan early. Joe Ingles and Rudy Gobert dominated early with Rudy getting dunk after dunk early in the ballgame. And then Orlando shifted and brought another player into the pick and roll. Jazz reacted perfectly, started swinging around. Then the Jazz up taking 45 of their 85 shots as threes tonight. By the time it was over, they had taken over 50% of their shots. Every regular on the Jazz roster had taken at least four threes other than Favors and Gobert, who are not supposed to take threes. Just incredible balance, finding the right guys. George Niang ends up taking uh, five threes. Oni takes uh, four threes. Clarkson, nine. Mitchell, eight. Ingles, eight. Bogdanovich goes one of six. And Royce O'Neal goes one of four. Ten rebounds tonight. For Roy, Royce O'Neal in this one, Rudy Gobert gets 16. This is really not a very complicated game to talk about as the Jazz. Just a far dominant team uh, compared to the Orlando Magic, and it showed uh, throughout this game that the Jazz just a, a much better team than Orlando. Orlando comes into the game 30th in the league offensively, plus losing Markel Fultz, plus being without Jonathan Isaac, plus being... Uh, without Aaron Gordon, they simply didn't have the offensive firepower to stay in this game. All right, let's get your comments, your questions, your thoughts on this one. There's not this one is not complicated uh, in any way, shape, or form. All right, let's go to Kelton. Your Disney theme calls were great. Thank you, Colton. I appreciate it. Uh, they were positively perfect at every turn. Ron Boone, have a good night. Ron Boone's leaving the studio. Second game with two officials. That's true from Paul. So Bill Kennedy got injured. We don't know what it was, but it, it left an interesting circumstance because Natalie Sago in her third year as an NBA official, and I had the number here throughout the game. I kept referencing it. It's written over here. Her 63rd, she had called 63 games coming in. And then uh, Nate Green, who was the other official, was even more inexperienced 
calling uh, with 27 games. So we had a really ex inexperienced two-person crew uh, leading that. Why do we always struggle at least by our standards in the first quarter? I don't know. I, I opened the coaches show today with Quinn Snyder asking about that, about why is it that we struggle in the first quarter. And Quinn's comment was that the, um, you know, really the opponents are coming with great focus and with a great intensity of a game plan. There's some element where the Jazz probably just have to read what's taking place a little bit to understand it. But there's no question, the last 10 games, the Jazz are 18th in first quarters. So they are not coming out of the shoot playing particularly well uh, early in ball games. You mentioned this before. Are the Jazz getting tired? Um, I don't know that. I'm not as well connected to the team this year as I have been on other teams. Um, I was aware of it when we were last time, so I don't know right now. You know, I think every team's getting pretty tired. We played an awful lot of games. Um, and a lot. I thought the Jazz changed their rotation a little bit tonight, letting Rudy get a little bit more rest uh, on a back end of a back-to-back. -back. I think you're going to see the Jazz trying to adjust a little bit. They get a day off. Uh, I don't know if they're flying tonight or tomorrow. They usually probably uh, will stay in a night like tonight. They might stay in Orlando with a later 8 o'clock game in Orlando and then fly to New Orleans tomorrow. The only thing I don't like about that, having done the NBA travel, is I think the plane flights are what are so fatiguing. And um, having a uh, back to uh, plane flight every day kind of will tire you out in the process. So um, I sometimes think there's a real value to having a day without a plane flight. Don loves playing in Orlando. Alan, you're absolutely right. He sure does. I wish I'd mentioned that during the broadcast plus 20 in the first half of the season, easiest second half schedule. Think about that. Michael. I mean, I'm pretty confident we're going to be the number one seed in the West. Um, you know, that's the way this is all lining out. P feels pretty confident. We're going to be the number one seed in the West. Nathan says, how are the jazz legs? Lots of W's, lots of hustle. Got to be a little tired. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, um, you know, I think you're getting people's best shot too. Um, seven, what was 17 to 45 from three tonight? So we're at 38%. That's probably right on our season average. We're only one off our normal. So that doesn't necessarily show um, the fact that the, you know, that doesn't necessarily show that we're tired, but um, it might be. Happy birthday to Manny. Jazz get a win on his birthday. He's very fired out about that. Well, the Jazz have such a math advantage, says Preston. You're absolutely right. But Orlando tonight shot 44 non-restricted area twos. That's disgusting. Like, how do you do that? I mean, I understand their personnel's not right, and they're on the floor with only two guys who can shoot, but they, they shot, and they shoot 36% on those. Like, you're not going to shoot those. This is so ridiculous. Like, Disney in the background is just killing me. Let it go. Okay. I will not sing for any of you, but I wish you could hear it. I can hear it. I don't I'm surprised you guys cannot. Um, but yeah, you're right on the math advantage. It's, uh, it's really something else. Um, you know, the jazz tonight end up taking 14 corner threes. They take three. We only took 19 shots at the rim. We took 21 above the break three or 31 above the break threes. Uh, we hit 10. They took 31 above the break threes, hit 13. But they just, they take all these two, these just terrible long twos between Vukovic and, and, I, and I'm just not entirely sure that Vukovic is just not somewhat terribly overrated. Jazz actually end up with a great offensive night, 
a 130 offensive rating, second-best offensive game against Orlando all season long, largely because the Jazz ended up, final number of the night, I believe, was 10 offensive rebounds for 24 points. Let it go. Never mind. All right. Are Donovan's slow starts anything to be concerned about? Sure, a little bit. I don't, you know, I mean, Garrett, he ends up having a great night by the end, so we're not going to be, like, he can't go have the same second half he had as the first half every night. He finished with 31 on 10 of 19 shooting, so that doesn't seem to be a very large concern. On the other end, like, yeah, for seven straight games, now Donovan's 11 of 44 in the first. That doesn't seem to be quite right. Where can I get the shirt you are wearing? This shirt? Uh, this is a team-issued gear, so I don't think you can get it, to be honest with you. Adam Klauke was great enough to me to uh, get get and our staff to get a shirt closed this year, even though we're not traveling with the team the way we usually do. I'm very appreciative of that. Um, that's a long one here. It's interesting to me that Don can dominate third quarters with the same matchups usually on the floor in the first. Seems to me that Mike gets us going in the first quite often, so missing him hurts in the first. You know, that might be something that Matt Richards could point. Like, Donovan might have been really thinking about how to play point guard tonight in, in that regard rather than trying to figure out, you know, what he's doing. Um, and, and, you know, that might derail him where he comes out in the third quarter and just plays a little bit. Jack Rose says that Rudy is the Jazz MVP, allows us to do so much else on both offense and defense. I would generally agree with you on that. He had Vukovic somewhat flustered tonight. And we wrap the show with Grant Collier. Will Michael Carter-Williams ever recover? Woo! Both.